Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. Thanks so much for listening, I hope that you enjoy the review that you're about to hear. It's my great pleasure to bring it to you as well, and I hope that you'll like this review enough to click the subscribe button and continue to get all of my reviews as they come out throughout the rest of this year. I also want to remind everybody, if you haven't been keeping up with these reviews, that I also appear on the In Session Film Podcast as well. You can hear some reviews in podcast form exclusively there. So go to InSessionFilm.com for all the details. You can also subscribe to that show on iTunes along with this one while you're there. And that should cover pretty much all of the important ground for films throughout the year. InSessionFilm.com for all the details. Also, I want to remind you that I do film reviews in written form. I've been doing them for over 20 years now. You can read them all at my website, Quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today, I'm going to be looking at the latest musical romantic drama. It's called La La Land. Getting a lot of critical buzz out there. In fact, a lot of people have it pegged perhaps as the front runner for a Best Picture Oscar this year. It's a PG 13 rated film because of some language and it runs two hours and eight minutes. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are the main stars, with supporting roles going to John Legend, J.K. Simmons, and Rosemary DeWitt. The director and screenwriter is Damien Chazelle. In this film, Emma Stone is playing a struggling actress named Mia. Mia works as a barista in a coffee shop on the Warner Brothers lot. She's serving coffee in between auditions that only serve to make her feel increasingly more frazzled by the experience. Ryan Gosling plays an ambitious jazz pianist named Sebastian. Sebastian's love of more traditional jazz sounds kind of puts him at odds with those who wish to hire him for their own gigs, either because they want him to play such things as holiday ditties, as background music at a restaurant, or in terms of actual music, modern jazz fusion bands who seem to cater to new crowds who don't particularly care about the serious jazz as he sees it. These pair of artists who meet, they begin a romance, all the while trying to make it in a tinsel town that seems to be looking for something else. Now, as I mentioned, La La Land is written and directed by Damien Chazelle. He made one heck of a splash in his prior feature, the Best Picture-nominated film called Whiplash, which I thought was really great, one of my top five films of that year. La La Land represents one of very few rare non-animated musicals that have been put out by Hollywood in recent years that feature an original story along with all original songs. This is a love letter of a film, not only to the city that inspires its title in Los Angeles, but also to the many dreamers that have come to Los Angeles to make those dreams come true through success as a performing artist. Now certainly, such a project as La La Land would normally have been met with a lot of harumphs from studio executives as well as, uh, well, what else have you got from producers who are probably listening to Chazelle's initial pitch. So it's to Damien Chazelle's eternal credit that he continued to make whatever calls that he could to knock down as many doors as he could in order to see this amazing dream of a movie come to life on the big screen. And this is especially true not only given that tough road that a musical has that has no pre-established fan base to get to the big screen as well as one that incorporates so many jazz pieces that really can't be made into ready pop tunes to put on iTunes to sell a lot of records. And in addition to that, there's this romance that doesn't really give those who want a sweeping big love story something to fawn over as they leave the theater. So to get funding, many an artist would have probably made vast changes to their story or, or the music in order to placate those producers who want to invest the money 
but would rather see a more commercial product, which of course would be completely against the message of this movie that suggests that staying true to one's dreams, regardless of all of those things that may try to crush them, is the way to go. This is a film that's beautifully shot on 35 millimeter film, which is something that's not common these days either. And it features for a relatively modest budget, an impressive amount of location shoots around Los Angeles, multitudinous extras. This is an undertaking every bit as ambitious as the characters that the film is about. This is a decidedly old-fashioned movie in its approach. It draws upon the vibe of those old 40s and 50s MGM musicals, as well as well-regarded classics from the likes of French New Wave artists like Jacques Demy. This is a film that opens with a magical, continuous-take musical number. It features many Los Angelinos who are performing an impromptu song and dance number while on a major freeway overpass. That song is entitled Another Day in the Sun. This is a joyous celebration of the beautiful weather afforded Southern California residents just about every day of existence there, but it's also an apt metaphor for the optimism among a host of dreamers who seem to be perpetually caught in life's traffic jam. They hope that things will eventually clear up so they can finally get to their intended destination. This is just one of several beautifully arranged and composed pieces within La La Land, and it immediately sets the tone for the film as one that exists somewhere between reality and fantasy, and that's really important for a musical to achieve. Now, there's another showstopper set at the Griffith Observatory later on in the film. This is brought to life from composer and, and actually best friend to Chazelle since their time as bandmates at Harvard, Justin Hurwitz, with whom he worked on the film for over a half decade, even before the breakthrough of Whiplash in the theaters. And this fleshes out a few concepts from an experimental film that they had made together in 2009 called Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench, which was the debut film from Chazelle. The songs here were mostly composed after the basic story for La La Land had been conceived, but prior to Chazelle's finished script, and that allowed the writer-director to build up his scenes in plotting and emotional relevancy to go around those songs while Hurwitz would add some additional scoring and later lyrics by Benj Pasek and Justin Paul as those scenes were being put together during the production. Now, although Chazelle's going to get the lion's share of the credit as to why the film works, as he should, that should not take away from the phenomenal performances that are in this film, not only in acting, but also in the singing and the dancing and the playing of instruments to... Crazy Stupid Love and Gangster Squad castmates Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Stone and Rosling took over the roles from the originally pitched Emma Watson, who was a bit iffy on the project before ultimately being unavailable, as well as Whiplash star himself, Miles Teller, who reportedly lost a gig trying to stall for a bigger paycheck. Stone and Gosling offer a handsome and winsome pairing to sell to box office, so Lionsgate upped the production budget based upon their agreement to come aboard the film. They also have some great acting chops besides, and neither artist had been known before for their singing or dancing or musical prowess in films. Although Stone did do some theater work before hitting it big as an actress in films, Gosling actually does sing and play guitar and perhaps most importantly plays piano for a rock duo of his own called Dead Man's Bones. The fact that they are limited in terms of their range as singers and dancers does make sense within the context of this film that they be good, but not too good because they have to be just good enough to get looks from those people in Hollywood and Los Angeles to get their auditions or get them to actual gigs, but they're not quite talented enough yet to secure top flight gigs or to be major stars, at least not until their hunger drives them further into their crafts. Now, while the storyline is relatively simple in La La Land, and it's one that has been a staple of Hollywood classics pretty much since the beginning of commercial films, this is a movie about movies after all, 
I think it's the complexity of the characterizations coupled with the technically proficient presentation, despite the multitudinous moving pieces that are involved, it all makes it very feel incredibly fresh and very new in this modern era. Obviously, any musical needs rehearsal and heavy emphasis on planned songs and movements over them, but the non-musical scenes of dialogue that are in La La Land are imbued with the kind of moments of spontaneity and improvisation that make it feel very loose instead of very stiff, and it allows for very straightforward dramatic scenes that aren't contrived for injections of the songs. La La Land as a film, this is a passion project about those people who appropriately persevere in their passions despite a lack of success or those who have chosen to continue to try to make their own dream come true without settling for the alluring comfort of selling out the kind of thing that puts money in their pockets enough to earn a living but not quite enough to satisfy their souls. This is a film about taking a risk in Hollywood and itself represents a risk in Hollywood, but one that ultimately has paid off immensely, not only for Chazelle and Hurwitz, as well as those who back their dreams, but also for us in the audience who've gotten to become absorbed in this enchanting musical masterpiece that has come to life. I'm giving La La Land four stars out of four. Four stars on my scale means I think this is an excellent movie. I think everybody should go out and see it as soon as they can when it hits their local theaters. This is a movie to be seen on the big screen and to be enjoyed not only in the theater, but also time and again over the years. This is a film to cherish. I give it my highest recommendation possible. Four stars out of four for La La Land. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you do go out and see La La Land, I would love to hear your takes. Please write to me. You can find my contact information on my website. You can also find links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. You can go to quipster.net for all the details. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. <laughs>